minute, crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. 103 of The Daily Talk Show. Hey, guys. Yo, yo, it's Josh. It's Tommy. Yep. <laughs> or as um, Robert said in the intro, uh, that name, is our name. His, his name's Bob. Robert is Bob. Yeah, I guess. Bob. I guess, but he goes as Bob. So yeah, I don't know why Bob. I went Robert. I, that's okay. You told me his name was Bob. I said Bob. Um, <laughs> if you can hear any noise, you've got a um, stripper school next door? There is. It's. Uh, I'm sure they would go with a pole dancing academy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's oh, so anyway, it's it's one that I haven't seen anyone, but it's a more uh, like a pole dancing. Yeah, it's called something like uh, pole divas. I don't know what it's called, but there's a bit of activity going on in there. So if you do hear noise, and also right below us um, is a bar where people get maggoted. Uh, and do you mean the deli, or is it all different? No, so next to the deli, there's actually a bar. I've okay. invited you there. It's where they do, and I love this nachos trough. So before you even get it, you're thinking a trough is big. I would always eat it out of a trough oh, if I could. It is literally the size of a trough. It's it's great. When, so like when a horse so, trough. <laughs> it's not actually a horse trough. Okay. It's just a, a shitload of nachos. I remember when I had the first nacho pizza, I would have been like 11. Yeah. And I lost my mind over it. It was just I like mean, the, my two favorite foods. You used to live in a suburb called Port Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> just telling you, just in case you forgot. But why are you saying it as if like, this is a town that no one's going to ever know about? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, talking exactly. to my our Japanese audience. Yeah, no, I like it. I appreciate but, it. Uh, so I remember getting, because I lived in a suburb next to it called Albert Park. <laughs> Go on. And I remember getting in the... I, I fucking hate... Um, snail mail mm-hmm. but sometimes there was some good ones but if it's the PO Box 400 Abbots for Victoria we'll no we'll but it was it. like a, a leaflet so they'd mm-hmm. obviously been doing a, a letterbox drop and it was a pizza joint rocket pizza maybe okay yes, and yes, they yes. did the most funky flavoured pizzas yeah crazy do you know what's really amazing about you with your mic it doesn't matter where you <laughs> place the microphone <laughs> It sounds like shit. Maybe it's your voice. Uh, I've just before no, before we got on air, I said, "Hey, just hold it a bit further down." I want to. It's because he doesn't have headphones on, so he yeah, can't true. hear. What's I'd regulate going on. myself a bit. Yeah, but so, you, did you ever get those? It no, was so on, we went to Mojo's. Pizza. Sorry, that's what it was. Mojo's, and it had like a, para, a guy having a on yeah. a parachute. It was I like the logo was a parachute. I never looked at the logo that yeah. much because we'll, but the you just thing, ate the pizza. Well, the thing with Mojo's Pizza is they had medium size and family size, and so Bray and I are like, well, medium's not big enough for two people, so we'd get this family size, and it was the equivalent of, I think they probably for the nacho pizza used three avocados, a tub of sour yeah. cream. It was, it was almost. I would have to go with Bray to pick it up because it was yeah. too heavy. It was disgusting. It was yeah, a I'm, different time in our life. <laughs> And you're a guy who likes to get value out of what he's purchasing. Yeah. Actually, sometimes... Actually, no, that's not probably a true statement. What do Because sometimes... <laughs> I buy some dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. That's maybe true. you see value in it. Anyway, yeah. your, um, your thing on your head is coming along nicely. Yeah, the scar. If people don't it, know, I hit my head on a van while looking at Instagram. Yeah. And uh, I've been keeping people... Uh, across it on on uh, on Instagram yeah, stories. Yeah, you know, it's the only reason I'm bringing it up because I saw you post and I was like, "Hey guys, scar update." Yeah, and I was like, "It's been one week, bro. You what only is- really tell if it's scarring after the cut's healed itself, and it, and it hasn't even healed itself." Well, the 
the idea of an update, like I'm telling, this is the, probably the, oh, it's so don't tempting. Don't scratch this, it. Don't scratch it's it. It's so tempting. I reckon I could peel don't it. Don't peel So it's like smack bang in the center of Josh's forehead. And that's like, yeah. I mean, oh, it's, it's just so fun just to give it that little bit. Don't, don't do it. I have some piggish tendencies. One thing that I'm really, I know this is absolutely disgusting. Oh, no. But um, I bite my nails, but really cleanly, like peel them off with my thing. Yeah, and, me too, me too. But the thing was, the other day I went to the car and I'd realised that I'd put them all on the side <laughs> handle. I'm so glad you brought that up because what did you do? What did you make me do today? What did I make you do? You made me move oh, I moved your car. the car. Did you see him? It is the first thing I saw. I literally opened the door and I had to squeeze to get in the car and I looked down Holy shit. It's disgusting, isn't it? And the thing is, we run a tight ship. Man, so your house is so clean. Bree runs the tight ship. Yeah, but every, and so even the car is like super clean. So there's nothing else there, yeah. but, but then there's just this little side of nails. Look, is I'd that, love to just really out you as this big pig, but I think everyone has them. Like everyone's got that thing that they do. And yeah. maybe it's not nails, but it could be like, I know here's one. And I'm guilty of this. Um, floss. What like, you, uh, yeah. So using those like pick things mm-hmm. and then putting them all and then just forgetting about them. My brother works in retail and he was uh, out the back and they have security cameras and he watched uh, one of his colleagues itch his bum and then sniff his fingers. <laughs> And then <laughs> I actually know a then, guy yeah. that does that. And there's what you, what does that even mean? You know, he puts his hand down his pants, like around his um penile Junk. region, and then just does that. It's like he's what sort of guy? A like pretty, a normal Yeah, normal dude. How do you know him? Just mates with him. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what exactly why I'm mates with the guy yeah. who stores his uh no, I think stores the- his fingernails. Oh my god. Have I told you the story about my housemate in Shepparton? No. <sighs> I hope she's not listening. <laughs> so I moved into a place when I first moved up there. <laughs> yeah. And I had no idea who the person was. Mm-hmm. And lovely, lovely girl. And However. I, had, I had my own room. And, you know, like I'd, I'd come from living by myself for quite a few years. So this was the first time in a share house. But there was a few things that she did that really started to freak me out. So this is not good because I feel like maybe naturally I have these things and I'm only slowly starting to get better and realizing, no, these as a human, I shouldn't do this mm. stuff. And I think for, taking what I take from this now is she probably had no idea yeah, and she wasn't so treating like, she was treating it like she was living by herself it's this passive thing what was she doing there was this jar that was oh, like no. on this it, no it was in the front it was like in the lounge room where there was this old sort of like you know those they basically where people would have done their makeup or hair years ago so they had like a few drawers and yeah. it was like a nice mirror on this wooden thing uh-huh. but there was this there was this jar Mm-hmm. And I just noticed that there was a little bit of hair in there. Mm-hmm. And then a week later, there's a bit more hair in there. That's not bad. She's collecting her hair. Yeah. I'm getting to the bit. This, this is just one bit that I just started observing some weird okay. things. So I sucked it out with a um, vacuum cleaner. <laughs> with a straw. <laughs> <laughs> no. I had a vacuum cleaner. She'd be like, I was saving that. 
and no, never mentioned anything, but the hair went and started growing and it would come back. So it would be like slowly. Maybe it's some sort of OCD thing. Maybe. Maybe. Where's the hair coming from? Her head? Uh, must be. Okay. <laughs> I, fucking, I hope so. Yeah. So anyway, go on. But then in, in the, um, it makes me, I, I feel so petty talking about this, but it just really grossed me out. But the one that was fairly gross for me was in the bathroom. There was a bin and it was like a, a bin that was like up on a part of the bath. And there was no, there was no like lid to the bin. Go on. And I know girls have to use these things, but that she would put, and she must have worn pad like pad. Okay. Every day. Uh huh. So not it wasn't for like I don't know she might have had a health problem. This has gone real dark. I <laughs> know she might. I'm thinking about it now. She might have had a health problem, but she would leave these pads just fully open. So like. I get it. If you wear pads, I'm sure the protocol yeah, is you yeah. take them off, you scrunch them up, yeah. and you place them into a bin. As the uh, as the other half of the daily talk show, I really want to come to a defence, but I don't know really what to say. Like it's not ideal. So they were open. It'd be like if you left a nappy open, yeah, in the bin constantly, and that's what I experienced. And you never brought it up with her. No, I didn't feel like I should. I. I felt like I'm Are kind you of connected in, her house. in any way, or no, nah, nah, no, not okay. Anymore. So it's all good. So anyone that's worried that she's going to hear or her friends are going to hear, yeah, no, 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 no. so distant. I haven't spoken to her five years okay. or since I left. Okay, was it five years ago that you left? No, you make shit up. It was like it was three. almost four years ago, at least no. four years ago. I've had my business in Melbourne for two years, three, four, beyond four years. So before you came to Melbourne, you were in. Oh no, it'd be five years because I left. I was only in a house for six months. So for people who don't know, Tommy did a stint in radio in regional Victoria in a place called Shepparton where we did episode 50 of the Daily Talk Show at the Deck, which is one of their most iconic locations for nightclub events where people like Jersey Shore come and visit. Anyway, you, uh, you then moved, you quit that job. And you moved to Sydney to be with your now wife, yes. Amy. Is that correct? Correct. And when you were there, what were you actually doing for Sur- work? Surfing. <laughs> really? No. You were I living was, in Bondi. How I was much living of, in Bondi. How much was that place costing you a week? 500 bucks. 500 bucks. And what were you doing to make I, money? Amy was working. Working. And so I was just starting to get into freelance video. Hashtag and was, unemployed. Basically. It, is the... Have you ever done um, Centrelink? Never. Done the doll thing? Never. Nah. Never I can't, you know what? I just can't be bothered. I can't yeah. be bothered having to go to the place to set it up. I'd rather just spend that time. And so I ended up getting a job at a cafe. That's mm-hmm. right. And then I was doing some freelance stuff. And that's how I really started getting into making money out of creating video content. So you were doing like you were doing a bit of video content while you were in Shepparton because I'm guessing you wouldn't have had a digital content producer. Yeah, I was making all the my own videos for the show. Uh-huh. And what was um, it like living in Bondi? Mate, it is it, it is the best lifestyle. It's so good. Even 500 bucks a week, best lifestyle? Yeah, 100%. What what sort of place do you get for 500 a bucks a week? A piece of shit. A, a co- cockroach infested uh house. Like the Bondi is completely infested with German cockroaches. German co- and Yeah, they call them German. Tourists. So they call them German cockroaches. They came up they were introduced there. They they're not like what you get in Melbourne. They're tiny. 
So they're like really, really small cockroaches. Melbourne, you get big ones. Is it Sydney- like a bed bug? Like where do you see them? Uh, they're all in the kitchen. So they, they hang out in like warm, moist places so like uh, in between the humid I wonder why they like Germany I guess they didn't they left (laughs) I don't know why but they they were just known as the German cockroaches you had to have like all the cafes have to have constant pest um, pest control Mm -hmm. people coming in and you know giving them the once over what was the cafe like working at a cafe lifestyle like oh so did you ever make the coffees yes no not no no I didn't get let I wasn't allowed it's, I think that the hard thing is if you've got a good cafe and then you're trying to teach, there's not really room to teach somebody in the times that you're actually sma- getting smashed for making coffees. And then they, they were actually, the, the woman, they were going they were belly up and they'd be like, they literally didn't want me making coffees because it costs money. Because <laughs> you would fuck them up so I many got, times. I got told off for, um, for having specific things on my lunch break that I shouldn't have been eating. I didn't oh, know there was a rule. So what? So the what is the deal with cafes? When you work there, do you get a free meal? Some, some make you pay. What did you get? What was they, your deal? They would give us like if it was over a certain amount of hours, you'd get, you know, you could have some eggs with one side. Uh-huh. And before that, I didn't know that there was a rule. So you would no, have, I, didn't, I didn't go to town, but I just had like something on the menu that was a bit nicer than just having some scrambled eggs. And so you would ask, so you'd have to, what was the process? You'd go no, just put, put it put into the system? In. No, they, they, had, they were cowboys still rocking like a... Uh, what serves them right for, being, like, for doing the whole paper thing? Yeah, it's now gone. What, is it, what do you get for working at a cafe pricing-wise? Like, oh, is $20 what? an hour? I think I was getting like $17 an hour mm-hmm. cash. Cash in. Okay, I, yeah, I sure. didn't mind the cash. And that's why I literally just did it. It was early morning from like, you know, 6 a.m. till 11. Mm-hmm. I'd go home, go surfing. 6 a.m. till 11. No, not even. Four hour shifts, I reckon they were. Six till 10. Oh, then that's right. Yeah, it was like, that's the, that's the main buzz. What was a big learning for you doing a job like that? <laughs> that the, the same problems in big business occur in these tiny little cash mm-hmm. businesses that have small processes, yeah. meaning uh, managers still are having the same gripes, you know, yeah. and the power plays are still there. And even depending on, you know, if you're in a $200,000 roll, $100,000 roll yeah. or a $16, $17 an hour, yeah. maybe the manager's on 25 bucks an hour, yeah, sure. exactly the same things was going on. What sort of uh, what sort of wa- so you were a waiter essentially? Yeah, I was just to be like, hey mate, cruising around you with the coffee. Yeah, cruising around Wipe the tables. The cafe, um, Andrew O'Keefe, Deal or No Deal. Uh-huh. He used to be a frequent, and I'd interviewed him in ra- on radio in Shepparton and had him on the show a couple of times. So we became mates. Some other cool people that would come in. I think you know all the regulars. It mm-hmm. is good. I, I really liked it. It's a it's a good. I see it as a break. Yeah. Christy uh, Mercer, who's got the Thinker Girl podcast, she uh, spoke about her, you know, um, getting axed from Kiss and now doing the whole, like, different lifestyle thing. She's working in a cafe. Yeah. She was talking about it being a bit of a ego hit. Did you feel the yeah. ego hit? Yeah, yeah, it definitely. Yeah, was it ego hit? But that's all just made up bullshit by your ego, right? Yeah. It, I, I, I even felt Thanks times like... the sound. Was someone using a vacuum for the yeah, last 10 yeah, minutes? Yeah. It's just gone away. I felt like, oh, I don't... It's more going, oh, what if someone sees me? 
who gives a shit? Yeah. Like it's nice to go through that thing mm. where you are tripping on your ego a bit because yeah. it makes you have perspective on the other side. You're like, oh God, what an absolute dickhead. Yeah. Good lifestyle though. So you're doing 6am to 11am and it then you yeah, go surfing. Nice. And then I just go surfing, make videos. But it was a hard time. It's a hard time. It actually felt like a break. Because when you're in your sort of focused career, I felt like this for me, I'm focused on creating this career of, you know, production and radio and video. And then this kind of just felt like a sidestep to have a quick pause for a moment because it's like you need to earn money to live. Mm -hmm. And it was a, a, a nice option. I just walked into the cafe and said, hey, you need anyone? It's sort of a fun experiment. Yeah, I agree. It's it's like a good opportunity. Like if you're going to be creating content, it's sort of a good thing to be able to empathize with people, to understand what, you know, like learning about society, you'd be meeting yeah. people every day. Yeah. I would just be shit at like carrying plates mm. and just the real sort of the things requiring coordination. Yeah. I got along really well with like the chefs. Yeah. They were, um, where were they from? Uh, Sri Lanka or something. They're like, it was like a group of them that just they were the loveliest dudes. Worked so hard, and yeah. they and they like they looked after me. And so that's what I found. It's like you can just get in with people in any business. It's like you, you your ability to communicate with and become friendly with staff mm-hmm. makes the process much more enjoyable. You talking about the Sri Lankan chefs reminded me of uh, an Uber driver, an, an Indian Uber driver who. I was telling him how much I loved Indian food and he gave me his phone number and he said that he would teach Bree and I how to cook Indian. <laughs> I should have, I never followed it up, but man, that would have been so much fun. Don't you, like there is something cool about, like think about how many Indians and stuff are in Melbourne, like the how multicultural Melbourne is and yeah. all these people like know how to cook amazing like food. Authentic. Authentic like Indian food or Sri oh. Lankan food. Bro, I was on or, the tram one night. Yeah. <laughs> Just sitting there minding my own business. A couple of Indian girls were sitting next to me. Yeah. And um, they pulled out this like freshly cooked home hot curry. And she said, do you want a mouthful? And this was before they started eating. I said, you sure? <laughs> I just leaned over. She fed was me. Was it warm? It was hot. It Literally, they'd come off out of an apartment onto the tram. And it was... How long ago was this? <laughs> this was years and years ago. I, I was just... It sounds been some in the sort city. of like zany... I know, but... Uh, radio <laughs> stunt. I swear. Yeah. I swear to God. I, I was waiting for like, you know, ding, ding, ding. You've won $10,000. Yeah. Curry in a hurry. It was one of those... By. It, it was one of the moments where you... you, you it's so quick and it's, it's so bizarre that you kind of have just gone with it. And yeah, okay. Next minute it's in my mouth. And I said, "Great, that was really lovely." It, they, that is such a nice moment, isn't it? I read the I read the situation. They seem like lovely people. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, do you reckon? You were vibing with them to the point where they felt like were you like smiling at them or something? Yeah, probably? I must I must have been. They were they were they were youngish like me, so it wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. I if, I probably wouldn't never suggest to. Except a spoonful of curry from someone on a tram. But at the same time, it was like a great experience. Yeah, that's the episode name, A Spoonful of Curry. A spoonful of curry. <laughs> but the, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I'm a bit of an um, experience junkie. Like yeah, There is something in, it's it's like me when the hairdresser said, do you want three all over? Like, sorry, three on the sides. Yeah. 
and I wasn't really sure what that meant. And I said, yeah, sure. Because I was like, even if this is a shit haircut, it will at least be a story. <laughs> we we thrive on that, don't we? Well, it's like, yeah, getting... I, I like to know what things feel like. Yeah. So well, had... that's the reason like me hitting my head on the van. I'm like, if I'm going to nearly knock myself unconscious, I might as well do some Instagram stories. You know what I mean? Like literally that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I've got to make content out of being an idiot. Otherwise, so you're, I'm just sa- you're an saying idiot. it's all for content. You're saying every opportunity. Well, we had that. Uh, I've got allforcontent.com and you and I were talking about for yeah, ages. Who like, were we talking about it with recently? Someone were talking about all for just the... Thought of everything Thing we, that happens. It's like you could. It, it's a filter. You look at something happened to you in your life. Oh, that could be an opportunity to get something out of it. Yeah, yeah. I think that it's a. Uh, it's something that you have to be wary of because you could be a slippery slope of only doing. I think we spoke about it with Haim, where it's you and the ADRing of your engagement. Oh, that's right. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you could eventually just do it all for content. You could, but I think life is like this. Is experiences. So, essentially, being all for content is actually all for experiences, yeah. all for a story. Yeah. I think that's fun. Mm. Doing shit for stories. And it can happen in these micro way, ways where, like, even... I'm like, oh, if I'm going to go out for... If I'm going to have some dinner, I might as well go down the street mm. and get something to eat and go into, a like, a restaurant. And then, like, little things happen. We went to a... Thai Styles, just on uh, Church Street, if you live in Melbourne. It's not near Port Melbourne, but it's no. just uh, in Richmond, this place, uh, on Church Street, just near sort of just down from Jimmy Grant's, in between like Jimmy Grant's and Panna Chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Thai Styles, they, I think their main, their main business is um, uh, delivery type stuff or like takeaway delivery, mm. Uber Eats. And um, so it's never busy. But yesterday it was the state of origin. Yeah, I think. It's chock a block. What is the state of origin? First of all, it's a, a rugby. It's like rugby. Because it was at the MCG, I didn't quite understand what was yeah, going so it was on. Yeah, New South Wales versus Queensland. All the lads were out. So many it's lads. Huge. It's it's ginormous. I don't understand the sport. Yeah, and so but it's huge. And um, they play like it's like a playoff. They do a few like three or four matches or something. Yeah. Well, this this tie place that I went to, there was a. F- uh, we normally go there. There's no one there. We walked in and as we walked in, there was another group coming in. So, they went in. Yeah. We sat down. When we sat down, they gave us a bell and just said, just ring it when you're ready. Mm. Have you ever had that happen in your life? Have you ever had a bell, like a hand bell? Like yeah. being like... To, to order. So that's when you to want get to get the waiter, waiter's attention. It's genius. It's not genius. Well, it's not genius if because it's seven. Because I, I rang the bell and they took the other person's order. It's bullshit. <laughs> they came out and went to the other person. They went to the other person. <laughs> not only did they go to the other person, but waiting there. And I was like, Brie, I said to Brie, I'm like, should we ring the bell again? And she's like, no, we've already rung the bell. I'm like, but I don't, I've clearly thought it was the other person because we're, so we ended up having yeah. to wait ages. And then the other mistake, another classic mistake, the, this is sort of, it seems like, um, it's like connected to a house. It feels like there's a lot going on. Potentially they have like relatives or whatever coming in from Thailand, working from there. It's got that, it's really yeah. got that vibe, right? Authentic. <laughs> Authentic. They don't really speak much English. And um, uh, the mistake that Brie made, I said, I wanted my uh, mm. green curry spicy, right? So mm. I ordered first. 
said, yeah, um, you know, can we get a coconut rice to share? Can I have the green curry? And she's like, how hot do you want? I'm like, oh, spicy, thank you. Mm. Um, and then Brie did her order um, and she said, uh, but uh, not very spicy. Oh, pain in the ass. But this is the problem. <laughs> it nearly blew her head off. You don't say the word spicy to someone who where English is a second language if you don't want it spicy. Yeah. Because she may have just she must have missed the not bit. So all she because they laughed at the end because Bree said, ha, not very spicy. Oh. So she probably had very spicy, ha ha ha. And so Bree was like sweating bullets because it was like really, <laughs> really, really hot. And so the lesson is to say mild or something like that, right? All the lesson is if there's bells. It's a bit of a, it's a silly system. Hashtag silly system. <laughs> so did you think in the in the time of this all going on, it's a nice story? Yeah, no, I, I was enjoying the observational stuff. There was a, a lady on the right of us who was in sort of corporate attire who had a laptop, like an IBM laptop. It was real corporate looking yeah, oh yeah. vibe, sort of like a trench coat looking thing. Lawyer. Yeah potentially but she had her like earbuds in and then like the waitress came over to like ask her a question mm. and the girl's like ah, and like takes her headphones out i was like to Bray, i'm like this chick is acting as if she's in like a co-working space and this person's yeah, coming yeah, to interrupt yeah. you're at a thai you're at thai styles you're at a thai restaurant yeah. where they have bells to order why are you getting mad at this lady who just wants to take you? It was bizarre. And then she met, she ordered these two massive meals, way too much for one person, had her headphones on and just ate. I just didn't mm. know what was... I would have loved to... Similar to what we were talking about with the Lisa episode, I was just creating this narrative. I'm like, yeah. she works her ass off. Her husband is also a workaholic. <laughs> He was meant to come to Thai styles. He's not there. And that's why she's really pissed off. But she's lawyering. She needs to get all of her emails out. And then she's ordered him a meal. And then this passive aggressive thing has ordered it and just left it sort of there sitting maybe. Weren't you trying to... um, Do that less? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that (laughs) Didn't were, work were out. Were you trying? I was, yeah, I was, I was giving it a go. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the house sitting the house sitting stuff, I'll give you an update on that. All right. The, uh, uh, this morning, Bree's been, Bree goes to the gym, she goes like five days a week. And uh, and what so, do you do in that time? Uh, I'm uh, normally just sleeping still. <laughs> I just like, get, like yeah, because the, the biggest thing in life is sleep, like it's like the most important thing for health is Mate, sleep. It's committed also. Yeah. To go to the gym five days a week. Yeah, but it's a commitment to get the, enough rest. But anyway, so Brie, uh, she's going to obviously the same gym in Abbotsford. We're living in, in Richmond at the moment. And so there's a tiny bit of a drive. But um, we've gotten into this great habit in the last two days where Brie will get me a coffee. Like So normally we'll walk and get a coffee together. But because work's been a bit hectic, she'll get a coffee and come home she arrives home, her trainings from 6 a.m. She gets home at like five past seven. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, does she bring it to your bed? Yeah, last like this oh is my. outrageous with little protein ball. This is a this is great. Oh my, this God. is so good, mate. This is the life without a kid. It's pretty outrageous. Can you imagine? Sleep, wake up. Oh, I'm still a bit tired. I need some coffee, and it's there. Like I don't have to walk to get it. I'm a bit hungry too. So anyway, um, this morning though. Um, I was like woken up at 
uh, Bree had um, gone off to training and mm. I woke up at like 7.40. I was actually waking up to like the, an, an annoying sound. Like it sounded like an alarm clock from next door though. Like a really, really faint mm. like alarm clock. Or it was just, yeah, it was this weird doo-doo. Mm. So that's what happens when you in a hotel room you can hear the alarm going for the next yeah. person's I had room. that vibe. I was like, oh, this is annoying, but it wasn't loud enough. Anyway, so to be too annoying, but it did sort of wake me up. So I was um seven forty at this time, scrolling on my phone. I'm like, Man, Bree is taking ages. And then I just hear, Josh. I was like, I think that's Bree. And so I go I'm upstairs, I go downstairs and I see the coffee cups on the kitchen bench and Bree's phone on the bench and I open the front door, like the front gate area yeah. and it's Bree behind it. She had gone, <laughs> she'd come home, gotten the coffees and then Archie the dog needed to go to the toilet. So Bree has gone outside to let Archie out and as she was outside, the gate slammed behind her, locking her out. <laughs> and so she was out there with the dog. And the, that noise was the doorbell and you weren't hearing it i could you hear, were just I didn't getting, know your, the, getting your shut up my eight hours sleep and so so that was really annoying so brie was saying that she was like she was there for 40 minutes out that of front and she was like piss she, her off so much she would piss anyone off and she was like trying to jump over the fence she was trying to jump over the wall and without any luck and so she was just getting it is. A, it's a quite. A, it's a fairly high wall because I thought of get jumping over it the other night. Yeah, no, you can't. You couldn't jump no. over it. So um, there's that, and then the other quirk with this house sitting is they've got this light sensor, right? So when it gets dark, a light comes on. They have the sensor at the bottom of the stairs. Mm. So what? So when you're walking up so the stairs, I, it goes on. But when I'm walking down the stairs. There's no light sensor. I nearly fell down the stairs, but it only comes on when you're like a landing in like a pile of blood because <laughs> you trip down all of them. It's shit. It should be the other way because you could. It's it'd easy. Probably be more I'd, dangerous going downstairs. Hundred percent. You would hundred percent fall upstairs and fall downstairs. You'd be all right if you fell up if up the stairs. Falling upstairs so. is like is like falling on flat ground. Yeah. Falling downstairs is not. Have you ever fallen downstairs? Nah. I always worry about Parliament Station. I get a bit of vertigo. Oh, because the, the, the escalator is 30 me- 40 metres long and it's vertical almost. That's, yeah, that's I get a bit like motion sick and I'm like, I get all funny. Not yeah, ideal. Mate, I used to ride um, boogie boards down stair- stairwells. Why? When we were kids, we used to just think it was the best thing ever. It's not. Have you never done it? Never. Oh, not planning. We had a very different childhood. I was, so we'd get the, like, the, we'd either use like a, a piece of cardboard mm-hmm. or a boogie board and sl- and go down the stairs. Haven't you seen Home Alone? No, you yeah. haven't. Oh, you haven't I have seen Home Alone. But they do it in that kind of stuff. Well, the, the the one, the zaniest thing I ever did was got a bit of cardboard and uh, gaffer taped it to the back of my bike with the spokes. <laughs> so it sounded like... Look out! Like a motorbike. Yeah, it was sick. Look out! They now have plastic, like someone's created like a plastic exhaust pipe. Yeah, of course they had. To... And it's, it's basically still has the same thing, just yeah. clicking on your spokes. It's amazing. It's it's loose. Yeah, it's a daily talk show. Everyone, thank you for listening. Please send us an email hi at the daily talk show dot com, and also 
if you're if you're new to the podcast or you've been listening to a while, for a while and you actually enjoy it, thanks. And uh, your ratings and reviews are appreciated. Jody sent us an email. Yeah, just saying con- congrats on hundredth episode. Thanks, Jody. Thanks, Jody, for the uh, support and listening. She was one of the early day emailers, so we do uh, love our loyal, small but loyal listeners. What's the connection to her? Uh, Jody and I did. Uh, she was a year above me. We were in a few school productions together. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, and I'm sure that uh, she may have been in Juggling Club as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she was uh, she one of the wild cats who would put the th- bit of cardboard on her. Nah, I, mean, I, was, I was younger then. That was my younger days. That was sort of more primary school days. But yeah, no. Jody's sent in the. I'm sure about my outrageousness of being a, yeah. a high school. Yeah, well, we really appreciate you, Jody. Yeah, have a good one, everyone, and we'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow. We've got a few few guests lined up for next week too. We've got uh, Rob Ward, who uh, is one of the co-founders of Quadlock. So if you uh, if you ever mount your iPhone yeah. or Samsung to a to a bike, the best way to do it is with a Quadlock. Mate, those things are everywhere. Yeah, I literally saw I'm, four yesterday. It's outrageous. Anyway, so yeah. We're going to have Rob on next week. I created their Kickstarter video. That's so cool. 2011. Went to Macworld with them and now the, they're smashing it. So we'll have that next week. Uh, anyway, we'll see you see tomorrow, guys. guys. Bye.